Welcome to the Millennium Talk. I am Mickey Destiny, and this is your weekly update. Um, today, our segment's uh, title is uh, "Growing Up in a Church Environment or in a Church Life." My guest today is Kayla Breitas, um family and friend. You can say <laughs> family and friend. You will be because we're both in the same situation where we grew up in church and we are still in the church. So, Caleb, you can introduce yourself. <laughs> Hello, my name is Caleb Reitis. Um, I'm 23 years old. Um, live in Parkwood, and I got saved in... Yo, take me back now. I think it was about 2012. Yeah, 2012. So, yeah. That's a bit about me. That's a bit about <laughs> you. Okay. So, Caleb... Uh, I'm going to ask you a few questions and you know, just like Q&A, a question or answer, and then after that conversation. So, how is it to you, or from what age were you introduced to the church? Was it since you were, since you could remember? <laughs> um, weirdly, it's, yeah, for as long as I can remember, I've been in church. Um, could pract- I was practically born in the church, now that I think about it. Um, um, my parents were... I'm going to say very active. Like from a young age, I just remember, like, like I just remember my sister and I would be playing in the services. Like, yo, we were bad. The service would be <laughs> going. Crawling, un- crawling under the benches. Even bad. Like, <laughs> now, we were, we were brought up in the Methodist, no? Parkwood. So, every service, if you don't know how the Methodist church looks, basically you have the altar, then you have like the, the podium. And then there are the benches for when you take communion. And then there are knee rests, like knee cushions. Mm-hmm. Service. Service is, yo, service is hard. <laughs> you just see two small lighters in the corner building forts and stuff. And <laughs> Earliest uh, memory. And if you guys need a, a translation of what a lighty is. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. It, a child. is a child. <laughs> <laughs> you see two <laughs> children there. <laughs> lighty and Lani is very far apart. <laughs> uh-uh. um, so... Yeah, so for me, how can I say, and my dad died when I was at a young age, and he was a Muslim who converted to Christian. Mm-hmm. But I think my biggest influence to the church was my grandfather, because, you know, he used to do the devotions. You know him. Mm-hmm. You, he used to go to the, how can I do, the house visits. Yeah. He used to pray for people and that. And then eventually we, I started, we started services at Calvary Century. That's the first church I can remember where I was mm-hmm. at. And yeah, uh, when my daddy was alive, he used to love, lift up his hands in church. Now this is a born-again Christian from a, mo- from a Muslim background mm. into a Christian background. So yeah, so obviously there was some conflict there, but that's for another day. <laughs> that, <laughs> another that topic's topic. for another day. <laughs> um, so yeah, so when he died, it was like, that's where my hands dropped. So it was, mm. and I had no interest in church. My mom would have to argue with me. Uh, mm get done for church, you know, I don't want to go, you know how it is, yeah. uh, but then, skip a few l- years later, I started at where we are now, Flame of Hope, mm-hmm. full gospel church in Southfield, and I was there for a week, and after a week, we started, uh, I started in the band, <laughs> a week, not even a member yet, but a week went by, and I started as the basis, and yeah, I think, where did we meet, for the way we spoke, I think it was at the, uh, Jonathan Rubain, free no, we met before that, no, but I'm like talking, officially, when we were speaking like about, uh, <laughs> when I was t- telling you, you must come. Oh yeah, that, stuff, that, I think that was at the Jonathan. That Rubain. was that was about last year. Yeah, that was last, last year. year. And I was speaking to Caleb 
if you look at me, I was in because I was leading Sunday evening services. Mm, yeah. I said, no, you must come around. You must come play. No one knew he was gonna actually come, but <laughs> <laughs> he ended up coming. I think two weeks after that, yeah. he played with me. Uh, it was fun because we did a lot of fast gospel songs or as colors now with quirkies. And then, uh, you know, we just that that way friendship built stronger in church. And now another question I want to ask you is your experiences <coughs> going from church to church. How many? Well, you <laughs> do you actually attend? Do you have to? Well, you in the same situation we skip because I know I went from Calvary, stopped going to church, back to Calvary, to Baptist Church in Grassy Park, mm-hmm. and then here, and then I think that that this is now the end of our destination <laughs> until a long time. So is that was that the same with you? Is it just a few? Or is it there like a few? Um, okay, I actually had this conversation with my sister the other day. Like we were reflecting. So as I said. We were brought up in the Methodist church, and then, um, I was just, how old was I? I was about you know, 13. Okay, I was in grade five. Then we went to another one. You know, club hopping's a thing. Church hopping is a thing. <laughs> <but> <laughs> <laughs> like, let's move on to the next one. It, it, legit, the it legit felt like that, because, um, how can I say, I, I was, like, my parents being active in the church, I had no choice but to go to church. You say your mom had to fight with you, brah, my mom pulled me out of bed. <laughs> if you I also get that water spray. <laughs> no, brah. Yeah, from like, church starts at nine. Brah, from seven o'clock. Yeah, come get up. Ten past, come get up. Opposite, no, opposite, opposite seven, come get up. Eight o'clock, that's in the start. I have belt now. <laughs> yeah. And you, and you know what's weird? You never thought you were actually going to get well, for me, I never thought, I don't know if it's the same with you, but for me, I never thought, yeah, yeah I'm going to get attached to the church or, like, be active in the church until I was like, oh, wait, no, after <laughs> playing basic playing hope, no, I need to, I need more of this, I need more of this, mm-hmm. uh, because this feeling of actually being a part of something and it's not, you don't feel guilty for what you're being a part of, it's actually a joy, a pure joy that you get out of being active in a church, and, you know, and I think most people notice I was active in church when um, I started wearing suits. <laughs> <laughs> and you should know that. You, uh, if you, okay, one thing you could, the listeners out there know about me. I love my suits from navy blue to grey. <laughs> but I must say navy blue is my favorite. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I started being uh, wearing formal wear and it just became a constant thing. And then recently this year, yeah, I started, I was like, you know what? I want to sit next to the pastor. I want to sit. <laughs> I want to sit next to the pastor. I want. I want to be. I want to be. And you know, people's like, uh, you know, the Omobero as a band yeah, yeah, yeah. to have. What the Omobero? What? How proud I will be an Omobero <laughs> if I have to be. Uh, uh, it's mm-hmm. not like you asked me to. You know, pastor. Yeah, pastor like actually. But uh, yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll be his Omobero. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I'll be his Omobero. And then, uh, what I had to learn about playing because you know that I think you I think you should you should have gotten an experience like this is playing in the church band where sometimes you get ahead of yourself or you 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 build up with pride. Oh and yes, you yes. work with people who, who, who yes. and eventually you work with people who build up pride or something in themselves. So they think you you think you're better than them and then they think yeah. you're better than them and then it's just that on and off com- competition. Yeah. But what I, what I was lucky, I never had a lot of young people. You know, there's, there's not, a, not a young a lot of young people that was the same as me, active in the church. Mm. But I think the only young people 
was uh, for me was a girl named Bandine. Bernadine Gachis, mm. who's still at the church with us, <laughs> and now she's also. We started a media team recently, and now it's myself and Caleb, yeah. and then Bernadine and our leader, uh, Aneska, who is also uh, a sound, we can say our sound technicians. Yeah, and technical direction. Yeah, technical. <laughs> yeah, use those words. Uh, so, yes, they, they are our sound people, and the media team recently started with our lives, and by the way, I'm just gonna make oh, a shout plug out. Oh, you're gonna plug now. You're gonna plug. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> let me just make a shout out there. Uh, every Sunday at at half past nine, is it? Our pastor, Pastor Ashley Hughes, goes live on Facebook, uh, and you know I would like the listeners here to tune in and just watch it and mm. see if it's actually for you. I must say it's very blessed messages that he brings. It's not one-sided or biased or anything like that. No, like word is always good. Yeah. Tune in and there's worship also. Enjoy the worship. If you like that old colored worships <laughs> or that old punkster worships, I think uh, tune in and enjoy it because, you know, it's just really blessed because in the time we are now, or at least in South Africa, in the time we are now, it's very difficult to for churches to open. It's expensive for churches to open, so oh. it's, uh, it's a very expensive for churches to open. So, if you're feeling you're missing that environment, tune in every Sunday morning at Flame of Hope Full Gospel Church yeah, or Flame of Hope FGC on Facebook and tune into our lives every morning on a Sunday at 9.30. The, the media team there. I'm gonna <laughs> it's a long plug, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, a long, long plug. plug. <laughs> you know, you have to make the shout out. But uh, before... Yeah, we still have we still have time to speak, but uh, you can catch Caleb. There's one video I actually wanted to play, but uh, that's for another time. With Caleb, into this competition, I wasn't gonna tell him I was gonna oh, say. This <laughs> <laughs> what is that competition? Then? Oh, it was the uh, um, what creator own competition. Yes, yes, and I watched the video on Facebook. I I wasn't gonna tell him anything about it because he was like, "Oh man, don't." It's gonna seem like gloating, but it's not gloating. I just want you to actually see what Caleb does and what he's capable of doing and that's why I asked him because his talent he used for me he uses mostly in the kingdom of God which is a ni- which is a nice thing and you won't find you know nowadays if you have a talent like that I want to be a DJ <laughs> I want to also play in Long Street I yeah. want to be there every night a different uh, I want to earn what, 10,000 rand per gig <laughs> <laughs> but you know uh, Caleb doesn't do it uh, like that it's just when he has time I know he's been there every time I had to call oh, Caleb I need a love please uh, Caleb's not uh, petrol <laughs> he will do it and yeah that's, that's a team I work with with that's his personality Bernadine sweet and shy little person but yeah very quiet yeah very quiet <laughs> <laughs> but yet uh, she's you know they say the smallest jobs can be the most important jobs mm. and even if you're behind the scenes because nowadays you watch movies and be like, yo, that's a quiet actor. But who's the one actually directing the film? Who's nah, who's a stuntman? Yeah, <laughs> who's a stuntman? Stunt you don't <laughs> see those people because they're always behind the scenes. So, Bernadine Janchis and Aneska Grunefeld, they are fantastic people to work with. Mm. And especially when you're in churches, you don't want to work with people who are big-headed. Not saying that nah, people like, like that. I'm just saying that yeah, uh, you don't want to work with people who you can spiritual connect with. Yeah, you don't want to work with people that just want to outdo you. Like you're in the same team, but you are competing to get to the goal yeah, first. Yeah, exactly. You, you don't want to be in that situation where you like, you know what, I just want to leave now because this one and this one and this one. Yeah. Because that's always the feeling you're going to get is, uh, 
you know what, I'm not good enough because this one you can <coughs> do this and this one do that. But in the actual truth is everyone has a talent. Mm. But if you're not going to actually go look for it or you're not going to accept your talent for what it is that you want to do, I want to be, <laughs> I want to play keyboard like Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't play Stevie because you can only play, Caleb can only play bass like Caleb. Yeah. Caleb can only play keyboard like Caleb. Caleb can only play lead guitar like Caleb. Bernadine can only control sound like Bernadine. She can only do this and that like mm. Bernadine. We, and I can only do what I do as myself. But not just as yourself, it's God working through you. Yeah. That's one thing I think most of us as children of God have to accept. It's not us. We have to humble ourselves to know that it's God's work you know, through us. You know, coming on that, I realized something now. Um, yeah, like you said, we're doing the little live stream things. Like when we do live stream in church, like less hassles, like stuff just goes well. I tried doing one at home. Yo, <laughs> when you're not doing something with God, oh my word, it just flops. <laughs> And uh, you don't have that little hand to help you. Bruh, you like so you must do you everything yourself. The camera is not set properly. Now you have to get up. <laughs> I legit wanted to post on like a showcase of what live streaming can do. I start the video, the whole video freeze. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, we're going like a minute and all you see is just a frozen face. And then I'm like, like you know what? Bro, I'm not. This is so cool. It's like, you yeah. acting like he's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, everything is like, I would, Everything runs like it out, runs in church at home. Like, ah, ah, they also be. He's like, I did not put you up to this, Caleb. Yeah. But Please yeah. retract yourself from this equation. <laughs> so one thing, like I realized, when you do something for God or for God's kingdom, it really comes to fruition. As long as you're not doing to both for yourself, you're doing it to enrich the kingdom. You can go far. And that's, that is my encouragement to people out there. Mm. Like, don't do things for yourself. And one thing I also wanted to ask you, this is not a forced question I'm going to mm-hmm. ask you, but is there a testimony you would like to give to, uh, like, concerning the way you got into church and stuff like that? <sighs> testimony, okay. Um, I know as a Christian you have like a thousand, <laughs> ooh, not, not really. If you ask a Christian, give a testimony, ooh, they're going to start from birth now, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, when it comes to testimonies, people like things, these elaborate stuff, like, mm. you know, I got shot. I'm still here. That's yeah. on me. <laughs> it's like, know, oh, what about someone get shot? Most, That's most me. <laughs> start with, you know what, guys? I realized the day I was walking, <laughs> the, no, the day I was walking, and you know what? A car almost bumped me. Almost a car bumped me. But you know what? That was my second chance in life when I did it. <laughs> and the people think every Christian has a dramatic testimony of how they got to where they are now. Where the truth is, a slight bump on the head or you just realizing in the morning my life is not complete that can be your testimony yeah your testimony can be 10 words my life's not com- my one day morning i woke up my, my life didn't feel complete i was like now i need to get something to grip onto i need mm, i need something that is a stable and the only stable thing in this life that nowadays that you can hold on to is god mm. So that's why I asked you the question because I know people now think, oh, what can I now say? What's he going to say <laughs> nah. now? Um, testimony. Um, okay, I'm thinking. I don't really have much. I'm mostly going to speak very vague, but when it when it comes to my activities in church, I was never, like, I never volunteered for anything. Like, when I came yeah, here, for instance, same. people's like, oh, you can do this. Do you mind joining us? I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> I guess I'm a part of this now. And um, whatever when whatever I did, 
I made sure I never did it for myself because whenever I did it for myself, yo, I'd be humbled. Like, mm. stuff just go wrong. Like, as I mentioned before. Like, Caleb, you just need this kick quick, quick. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> you just need this kick under. You need to get humbled a little. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, look here. No. Bah! <laughs> like, um, like, no, that's not you. That's not for the kingdom. Mm. So, uh, I remember at my previous... The previous church I was at, um, what? You know, I have to think of the name. Oh, Auto Worship Family Church. Um, they, we had like a welcoming committee, so every week we'd alternate of who does the welcoming. So, like, first you think, like, okay, just hello, everybody. Um, thank you for coming to the service. God bless you. Uh uh-uh. uh, people's like that, and it's like, okay, was that the welcoming? Then some of the whole service don't feel right <laughs> because people weren't welcomed properly. Yeah. And then, through that, like you are forced to go, to go look up a scripture. You're forced to like mm. not only put one sentence, and then next thing you know, you like, you were doing a welcoming for like ten minutes. Mm. <laughs> That's like, awful oh, was preaching. That the, was that the beginning of the word? <laughs> it is like, like legit. The one time, like out, the one time, like all our members were just like, we raising the bar each week, and then they're like, the pastor's like, he doesn't even need to preach at this point because all of it, like. From the get-go, you just hear, like, word. <laughs> you just hear, like, preaching, and then it's like, okay, cool. So, yeah, that's, like, one testimony. Um, there's a song, Felista Geonom, from Fractions from Sion. Yes, yes, yes. It means, um, how can I say? What is Felista in English now? <laughs> indulge yourself. Yeah. Indulge yourself. Place yourself in Yeah, him. indulge yourself in the kingdom. So, that's my testimony. Once you indulge yourself, the sky's the limit, and as long as you're not doing it for anyone but for God. That's the number one. That's the God number first, one thing. everything after. Yeah. And it, because it's if you're saying the equation can never be, okay, house plus God equals, there's nothing that equals a zero. Mm. If you're adding something with that, it will always end up with zero. God mm. plus God, not going <laughs> to work. Money plus God. Not yes, I'm, I know I'm going to serve him. I'm going to serve him. But first, I and that's this. the thing. I, um, because church was not on uh, we had to do our preachings at home with mm. the f- people who we live with so I got a, t- uh, a chance to preach but uh, Dean was there to listen to it but uh, I, w- I got a chance to preach and my I, my message was a new beginning mm. and what I said if there's anything that you can't let go if it's car, money, wealth or even your pride and pride can be, can be invisible, but whoa, is it stronger than money? Yeah. But if you can't let go of that, you'll never have a place. God can't bless you if you don't come naked before him. Hmm. And one also other thing, God can't bless you. Like I said earlier, you can't be like someone else. I can't be like Stevie Wonder because I am me. God can't bless who you're trying to be, hmm. only who you are. It also comes down to that, um, I don't know if it's a parable, but it's a story where... Um, you can't put new wine in old wine sacks. Mm. It's the same thing. You have to change it. You have to let go. You have to get something new in order to exactly. get you can't new. <laughs> you, you can't put too much toothpaste on your toothbrush and, be, uh, and try to force it back in the bottle. That's like that. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to that analogy, is like using the old tube just to, yeah. the old tube of toothpaste just to make one tooth white. That's not exactly. going to work. We're just going to, what? Damage your tooth with anything. You're singing your eyes start wow, your eyes start watering because of like them freshness. No too much toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Yeah, so that's that's the main thing. I think we still have ten minutes left, but that that's the main thing that we, that I actually wanted the listeners out there to listen to. People always ask that question: How is it for you, Mark? How, or how is it for you, Caleb? But how is it for you growing up in a Christian in a Christian household or life or something like that? Then I always expect the answer. You know, it was difficult. Every <laughs> time they wake me up to go to church. And, and, and it's, but it's, that's not actually, the thing is, when you think of it, that was the most beautiful way to get into the kingdom of God. Mm. Is being, okay, I know there's people out there who, they are in the church, but they got there themselves through, because mm. they, maybe their parents wasn't, weren't Christians, or maybe they were a different denomination of Christian and they believed in different things. But for me, growing up, knowing God, knowing stuff was much easier to get in because you know I got baptized at what? 12 years old. Yeah. I got baptized at 12 years old. And Bernadine got baptized <coughs> at about 13. Bernadine got baptized at about 13. I was in? I think I was 15. 15. I and you got baptized at about 15. So. No, 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 no. I'm lying. When was 20, 2013? <laughs> I was 16. I 16. Think. So if you think about it, we all got baptized before we had, we had to go through something dramatic. Because people always get that, uh, people oh always yes. wait for something dramatic to happen yeah. before they get baptized. Why must you be stuck in a situation at gunpoint before you decide you're going to give your life mm. to God? Yeah. Why, why is it always that we have to go on, on why is it only that we go on our knees to pray? Every when, time we're trouble, yes. when we're in trouble, yes. The yeah. thing is, God, God places you on a path. And if you decide, wait, man, I asked for money and I asked for a house two years ago and I still don't have it. You know what? I'm going to step off j- just, for a few se- just for a few minutes. I'm going to step off and walk my way. You will see immediately when you, when you go into your path, there will be a rock there to trip you. Because you are much more vulnerable mm. on your own path than you are on God's path. No, like also s- some people actually, like I'm going to say get lucky where where the grass does look greener and it is greener for like a bit so mm. you get the people that are like i'm not gonna go my way i'm gonna do what i do they get successful like mm. materially but then they get empty then they feel empty and mm. what they do your they try to fill yeah they, your spirit fades and then you try to fill the void which you want to add and then it just comes all around about where you you're gonna have to repent again you and must come to that point where you have to let go <laughs> um, okay, we're gonna be straight here. We're, we're gonna be we're gonna talk straight, not <coughs> coming behind the bush. But the only thing that that makes them feel whole as a person now, when you go on your own path, is either you with a different woman every night, you either partying your life away, you're getting drunk, you're getting this, you're getting mm. that, or the worst thing that for me that can happen is you getting arrested and being in prison. Yeah, because like. Make you feel like it's normal to act out or something like that because you you have everything but there's one thing missing what is that you're not stable in your relationships you having even though you have money you have debt issues what what is happening like that <laughs> yeah it's just I don't know no like yeah you seek um what self enrichment mm. but not spiritual enrichment and yeah I've I've gotten to the point where I was like. I'm like okay. I'm growing spiritually, but growing up in a sp- like growing up in a Christian home is like 
all you do is church. Like, I think Jonathan Rupain put it best ways. Like, it's just church, church, church. And um, I remember growing up, high school was a bit hard for me because it's like, I look around, all my friends are like, you know, having the time of their lives. And then every night I'm at church. <laughs> it's like, bro, what did you do last night? Now I was at church. Like, like, oh, I'm going to go to you on a Friday. Oh, no lies, no <laughs> lies. My friends is at that party with whoever it is. No I lies. I also oh. want to go to Greenwich and ice skate on a Friday. You know, no, the worst part was, no, you can't go. Like Friday's youth, Saturday. You can't, go, you can't even stay out till like what? Till past 12 because you <laughs> must wake up the next morning. And if you don't wake up at church, ooh, you know. And that was the thing. <laughs> <Yo. So> we, <laughs> what my schedule was last year, last year, everyone knew my schedule already. I couldn't really go out. Because Monday, it was uh, my music practice. Hmm? Tuesday, it was home cell, house mm-hmm. visits. Uh, Wednesday, it was prayer meeting. Thursday, it was worship in practice. Friday, it was used. Saturday, you can't go nowhere because they expect you to be early up in the morning on a Sunday. Oh. And then your, your, your routine just keeps going the way it is. Oh. And I know uh, I used to complain a lot. Like, I mean, <laughs> I still complain. I, you still go, I still complain, but not as much, but I used to complain a lot. If we know what, I'm going to burn out one day. I'm just going to burn out one day for all of this. And the thing is, the more you keep yourself busy in God, the less time you actually have time to keep you busy in other things. Mm. And when I mean other things, I don't mean like adding a life. You know, people say if you do Never too much in church, you don't have a life. When lost, you go out. <laughs> like, <laughs> I go out every night and I praise him. <laughs> like, and you know, uh, so I want the youngsters out there, at least call Millennium Talk for a reason because as youngsters that I try to reach out to because you know, you guys are out there with questions and stuff. Like, is it, or, you know, for me, I'm going to talk about me now. I'm colored, so I see this a lot where colored boys, not just colored boys, but colored boys for me, they always have to, they have to keep themselves the man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, bro, you know, no, I will sue my, you, it's like the stuff like that. Yeah. But when they get home, it's a way different person than you show, because now they don't have to prove themselves to anyone. Mm. Now they can be who they are. Mommy, uh, can I get something to eat, please? Now they're the nicest person you've ever seen in your life. Now, oh, mommy, you're going to church now. Okay, I'm going to go put on my, my, my nice shoes now. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. But I want people to be more comfortable. Like, I reached that point where I'm more comfortable to be like, nah, I can't go out now. I'm going, I must be at church. You're mocking, why must you go to church? I'm like, yes, I must go to church. Yeah. Uh, yo, and also, like, I used to be, like, very secretive about it. I wouldn't even tell anyone, mm. nah, I'm going to church. Come like to college and like, brah, go on, brah, band practice. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have stuff to do, unlike you guys. <laughs> and now they ask, what band practice? Now nah, you don't want to say worship team. No, man, I have this other band with my friends. <laughs> but the only friend you have is a, uh, what, a 44-year-old, a 60-something-year-old. And you know, for you, <laughs> everyone's like, why are you always hang out with your poor mom? Why are you always hang out with your poor? The thing is, and why do you always hang out with the pastor? The thing is, they have wisdom. Mm, yeah. They have wisdom that I can't get from someone my age. If I had to go to someone, uh, yo, I'm feeling depressed. You know what, my bro? You just drink. That's all. It will go away. It will go away. Really, it will go away. After you drink, you feel liquor, my bro. You feel liquor. <laughs> and then after you drink, you feel that same thing afterwards. Just then worse. Like, oh, <laughs> and, 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 just worse, yeah. Then you think where it come from? But anyway, and then you like, and then you hang out with the pastor and the, and the, and the, and, and my pa now. For example, you know how they, they give them, like, 
Yeah, even by say to be talking college with them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's like I'm feeling depressed. You know what, my boy? You know, you know, just pray about it. And and that's also one thing. When you hear, when you hear someone older than you say, just pray about it. Then you're like, you know, that you said that last week also. And I'm still praying about the same thing. Then they're like, I yeah. can't pray my whole life. They don't have pony. They don't have pony. Hounded on. Hounded on. And then only after. Oh, wait, let me translate. I'll just on, hold on. Yeah, don't stop. <laughs> don't stop pony. holding on. But, um, yeah, so the thing is that is how we got into it. So before we end now, in the next minute or two, uh, I just want to Caleb to say. Uh, just kind of to give an encouragement out there for those who, are, who want to be uh, active in the church, but because of the influence they are around and because of friends and stuff, how to how to actually be proud of who they are and what they're doing in the church. Um, okay, this is a, I gotta, it's not really a tough one because everyone is different. Um, if you want to be active, um, legit, find a department. Like if you're interested in playing an instrument, go to the worship team leader. Show them your interest. If you don't know how to play, like tell them you're willing to learn, um, attend practices. If you're interested in praying, go to the prayer sessions, go to the home cells. Um, just sit in. Like you don't have to participate. Then afterwards, show your interest. If yo, like legit, just show interest. That's the that's the first step. Once you show that that small bit of faith, you will see you will just grow. Like you look back, and will be like. You'll be, be like two months. You're like, I think to yourself, I've grown so much more in two months than if I just had to sit at home and mope mm-hmm. and stuff. So, for all those out there, just start small. Um, the scripture: If you have faith, like have faith like a mustard seed, because then you'll be able to move mountains. It's, it's as simple as that. Okay, it's not as simple as that. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> but legit, if you don't know where to start. Um, just show interest um, think about it like today is the day I'm going to go I'm going to make something of myself I'm going to do something different and you will see like things become much more fruitful things become much more satisfying so my encouragement to you start small show interest uh, that was that was our talk with Caleb um, we're going to have more talks like this in the future uh, catch out uh, this podcast now on Spotify, uh, 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 what's it, American Radio, and I think, what was it, Breezer, yeah, and Apple Podcast. So, you can catch Caleb on Instagram at Caleb Writers, I think. <laughs> I know on Facebook it's Caleb Writers. Just, yeah, just search Caleb Writers. So, if, if you <laughs> have any further me. questions about what he just gave encouragement about, you can eat him up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Just, uh, I'm going to have to say, before we end, I'm going to do a few thanks. Thanks to Caleb for coming out today and thank uh, you, spending man. a little time with us. And thank you to Bernadine Janches for doing our sound and controlling everything for us. We did brilliantly. And then, please, again, once again, if you are missing a piece of yourself and if you are missing that, that, that church environment, please catch Frame of Hopeful Gospel Church every Sunday morning at 9.30 on Facebook. Thank you and be blessed. I am Mickey Destiny.